Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Working Class Bowhunter podcast starts in 3, 2, 1. I think I left about 4 No one honestly really cares. Steve's calling me while I'm holding <laughs> getting ready for this deer to stand up. I'm glad you took this deer out. He doesn't even drive American. <laughs> See, that deer's what's exactly what's wrong with this country, right? He doesn't even support local American-made deer-compatible vehicles. <laughs> that one that one arrow cost me $33,000. Just aiming too long and just moved a little bit and it's like oh no it fired you know crap i knew as soon as it left it was just a little high but he came right out in the field made a scrape right in the cornfield started grunting walked 30 yards made another scrape you're listening to the working class bow hunter that's right this is the podcast for billy joe lunch bucket the working man just like me and you my name's travis t-bone turner from the bone collector thank you for tuning in Oh, it's another lovely, sunny, well, overcasty day here in sunny Sherrard, Illinois. We are the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast, brought to you by now the Bone Shed. In Ottawa, Illinois. In Ottawa, Illinois. We're at 1600 Buckslayer Place. Oh, I almost forgot the address. We're at the Bucketorium, episode <laughs> number 67 of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. And speaking of... Off Highway 67, we got a little bit of a treat for you today. Mm-hmm. And he brought some treats, too. And he mm. brought some treats. Mm. Uh, I am Steve, as you guys all unfortunately know. Yeah, for some reason, uh, this is Kurt talking, we let Steve do the intros, but he seems to pull it off in a decent enough manner, so at least he does something for our podcast. And this is Eric, but he does almost forget the address after 67 episodes. I still can't tell you the zip code. <laughs> right. Oh, it's 61. Nope. 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 Doesn't nope. matter. Six one two eight one. Six one two eight one. All right, we're getting uh, getting in from <laughs> the are, booth. We are in Sherrard, <laughs> yeah, Illinois, um, small town Illinois. We're not. Um, we're real. It's a real country town. People hunt deer hunt here. We're authentic. It's just so you know, in case you want to check up on us. That it is, yeah. And uh, I did forget to mention too. Um, we are in Sherrard, but the Bone Shed is in 
Ottawa, Illinois. They're at 4200 MBL Drive in Ottawa. Go Pretty much to, just off yeah. Interstate 80. So if anywhere near the Quad Cities, it's worth the jog out there. Check it out. Um, it's a premier bow shop, hunting gear. Anything you need to go bow hunting, they have it. Um, bow hunting, I mean, they have waterfowl stuff. They got... Yep. Yeah, give them a call, 815-587-8700, extension 118. Ask for Poppy, Tim, Chris, Jordan, uh, who am I forgetting? Bob. Bob. Um, yeah, or just uh, stop in, you know. Uh, in my opinion, it's one of the best bow shops. You can take your bow up there, and you don't have to be like, oh, you're not looking for one specific bow tech or archery tech. You can just drop the thing off or hang out there, and you can trust everyone there. To work touch your it. bow. You're not going to get any finicky work. It's no. going to be done right. They have it dialed in so good that once they get bows that have been worked on from another shop, they can basically look at it and tell you who has worked on it. It's just or every, exactly what's wrong with it. They just look at it. Right. It's They got it going on. So you yeah, know, They have a phenomenal range there, too. Yeah, check them out there on Facebook. Look up the Bone Shed. Um, yeah. You've heard, you've heard us talk about them uh, before. We'll get, to, we'll get Tim and Poppy. Um, on again on again we need chris and jordan again we need chris period and we need jordan again Again for the third time now um we're also brought to you by creative critters taxidermy in geneseo illinois i was at mark's studio the other day and we're i was actually talking to him about when our teeth are coming in because mark he can if you take your deer there he gives you the option to take the teeth and they sends it into a lab and it gets aged for real age, not just people looking at it and guessing. Oh, by the way, it's oh a four and a half year old. Like they send is it the down teeth to in. a T. It's I mean, as close it's as down you can to get. The teeth. teeth. I think it's Ooh. scientifically correct. I don't know what the percentage of like correctness is, but it's as close as you can possibly get. So keep in mind, science also said that the Earth was flat. So you know, just want to throw that out there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> But anyway, I was at Mark's studio, and he had a deer mount in there that I was blown away by. It looks like a real—it wasn't even finished yet. It didn't have any of the finished work on it, and it looked alive. I'm like, that is—how do you do this? He's like, I don't know, man. I just, you know, I've been putting in my work, and I— He doesn't know how—he couldn't explain to you how to do it. He's just like, I just do it. No, it's just, you know, I'm I'm magic. Mark is magic. Magic Mark. Yeah, you walk away, and all he does is, like, he— he looks, he starts laughing with that evil grin and then sprinkles a magic fairy dust on there and then poof, it's like alive but dead. Yes, so like yes. so every time you like leave the room, like the the live slash deer dead deer, like one tear comes rolling down. They're like, Help me. I'm he pulls, that's weird, this man. So, he pulls a mount out of a hat. What? He pulls a mount out of a hat. Oh, it has like to be a pretty hat. big hat. <laughs> but yeah, check them out on Facebook. Creative Critters Taxidermy. Um, you'll know there's a couple of creative critters taxidermies in the whole, in the whole country, but, yeah, but you'll, you'll know it's marks when you see our logo, um, and it's in its profile picture. So, uh, thanks Mark. Yeah. So what up? What else, Steve? Man, I'll tell you what, uh, I'm having, I'm like stuttering today. No, it's fine. It's fine, man. We, we fit all that in. Um, but I got to tell you what, I, I smell food, so we need to, uh, we need to talk to the man with food. With us in the studio today, our good pal, you've heard us talk about him. He is a sponsor slash friend slash, now they brought food, best friend of the show. Scott <laughs> Smith's from Smith's Custom Meats. What's going on, buddy? How's it going, guys? Pretty good. Oh, you know, we're uh, just doing what we do and uh, looking at that bag of treats you brought. <laughs> what did you bring? <laughs> let's, let's get that out of the way. I uh, brought some cranberry 
jalapeno and cheese, summer sausage, mm-hmm. um, some deer bologna, mm-hmm. and some regular pork bacon. Oh, yeah. That's, a, dude, that's, a, that's the American <laughs> like Grand Slam breakfast here. right there. I haven't had the cranberry in. yet. I haven't either. No, just sampling it this year and see how it goes over. Okay. okay. We can be your... Guinea pigs. Guinea pigs. Yeah. Yeah, this is like yeah. uh, this is one of the first times you've actually been able to leave the uh, leave the shop. Yes, since oct- what October first. Yep. So uh, okay, let's. If people didn't make, we didn't make it clear. We talked about Smiths on like every episode. Yeah. Um, about how awesome it is. Um, the deer processing, everything you do is awesome. Um, from the care of the meat all the way to when you're eating it is awesome. <laughs> the um, whole process. You actually get your deer back. Um, so let's kind of just get into it. So October 1st this year, opening day of bow season here in Illinois and Iowa. We got to make that clear because a lot of people, you know, sometimes yeah. it's earlier, sometimes it's later, I think. But, you know, what can you expect to get for deer October 1st? Uh, October 1st, uh, generally, we'll probably get 10 or 15 deer in that day. Really? Uh, especially this coming season, it's opening days on a Saturday. Oh, so we yeah, will yeah. we'll get slammed. Uh, really? It'll For probably sure. be twice that. Really? You think so, 30 deer-ish? Really, yeah. Yep. Wow. <laughs> yep. We better shoot early this year, boys. Yeah. You'll get your um, opening day, you'll get a lot of meat hunters. Uh, uh-huh. That'll slay a lot of does. Yeah. Get them um, out of the way. Yep. Um, get that meat replenished in their freezer that they've been eating up all summer. Mm-hmm. So uh, that, that's a lot of it, the opening day. So, so you get that, you know, what options do they have right off the bat? Um, we'll talk about this and then we'll get into your numbers, for, like what you did from last year and okay. stuff. So, um, you shoot a deer, say you shoot a doe, whatever you get your meat and menu choice. Let's go with the most popular maybe in each category. So, um, yeah, let's just dive into that, uh, as far as like sausage or specialty meats, whatever. Mm-hmm. So What's your most popular th- thing that you're item doing? Item on your menu. Yeah. Uh, summer sausage. Really? Uh, jalapeno and cheese. Well, that's cl- that's classic, ever- but you can't go wrong with it. I mean, it. everyone you talk to, like, oh, do you have any jalapeno and cheddar summer sausage? Mm-hmm. Yep. Everyone asks that. Yeah, right. number, number one seller. What about two and three if you had to? Um, probably the bacon double cheese brats would be number two. Um, jalapeno and cheese snack sticks, three. See, I didn't have those brats. I had the habanero, mango habanero mm-hmm. brats, and I had the mushroom and Swiss brats, and those. I are have awesome. some cheeseburger ones in my freezer right now. Well, the you mm-hmm. we we talked a lot about the meatloafs yeah. that you do. We had a, we mm-hmm. had a menu laying around here, not too. Yeah, I know. It's, where is it? I don't know. It's around here somewhere. But uh, you had oh the meatloaf. Is that new this for this last year? No, we've had them ever since we started. Oh, uh, we really? Actually, picked up that idea from the from a guy up in uh, Menominee, Michigan. Oh, really? We drove up there. My wife, Susan, and I drove up there one day and picked up uh, meat rails uh-huh. and brought them back down for our shop here in Sherrard. Uh-huh. And he had a, he's like, man, you got to try these out. These are great. Uh-huh. So we ordered them from our spice guy and uh, gave it a sample run, and, and they were phenomenal. And I'm like, They well, are we're, amazing. We're going to sell a lot of these. Which, yeah, they're good. <laughs> you mentioned something uh, about your shop in Sherrard. Funny mm-hmm. enough, if you look out the window of the podcast studio, you can see where your yes. old shop was. Yep. <laughs> I would have had it made. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> you know, if you uh, where that shop was and where you're at now, it, it I mean, yeah, you couldn't do what you do now in that shop. There's no way. Um, <laughs> because, uh, <laughs> no possible way. I remember we went there – uh, it was like gun season, and that reefer trailer was filled to the gills. Yep. And 
I mean, it's like you know, it's it it it's one thing you know to see, you know, a, like a, the the little locker, right? Where, yeah. You know where you're, where you're, um, you know that that because you got you got a couple of them. It's one thing to see like you know ten or fifteen. Oh, you know, but yeah, when you look inside a whole reefer trailer full, it's just kind of like fifty foot th- or fifty three uh, foot trailer. Yep. Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, and I think there's what three or four rows going four, down. Four each. rails. I can hold two hundred and fifty deer in that. Well, the Ooh. thing is, yeah. First off, we, you know, we talk about your guys's business every episode. Hopefully, you listen to every yes. episode, Scott. Almost. Every episode, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, you, you what's refreshing about your business is you go there and it's clean. You know, most meat lockers you go to to take a deer to, it's like you feel like a dude with a hook for an arm is going to come around the corner and be like, <laughs> yeah. drop, drop her off over here. We'll get her. Bring her I'd actually, actually kind of enjoy that, to be honest with you. Just, you ah. would. But when you're dropping off stuff that you're going to eat, you know, it, your place doesn't smell. It's clean. It's It smells good. There's actually, for some reason, every locker I go to has really horrible lighting. Your guys' mm-hmm. your guys' place is like lit up. Lit it's up. like, yeah. it's yes. welcoming. It's It's nice, you know. <laughs> You know, the first if you've never been there, if you, your first time, you're like, "Wow, this is refreshing." Yeah, it's it's a little different. It's right. good, yeah. man. It's it's perfect. Well, we and the place in Sherrard was kind of like what you're describing. It was a little darker. Um, right. We had gray paint on the floors uh, was kind of hard to keep clean. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a mop sink, uh, and that's how we designed our new shop in Viola. Mm-hmm. We wanted to have everything we were missing in Sherrard and then some. Right. Uh, and it's so much easier to keep clean uh, yeah we have hose connections everywhere hooked to hot water heaters where we can just spray the floor down sanitize it and so yeah nothing's ever just sitting and getting dirty right. you just take care of it right away and you yep. take care of it and it's clean from there yep. yeah and you've got a uh a much yeah i think it's a much easier location to get i mean i mentioned it's kind of off the grid yeah, like but I've, for deer hunters you you know, if you got to go down a couple hollers, as some of our people hollers, yeah, remember, <laughs> if you got to go drive through a couple hollers to get to your deer, <laughs> your deer processing place, you know you're in good business. Because right. well, the in, funny thing is, it's out in nowhere, but there's always people there. Yeah, yeah. it's like you know, here in Sherrard, because uh, I mentioned 67, it's off Highway 67 in Viola, and Illinois. you can't miss a giant sign there. Either. No, uh, in Sherrard here, I mean, it's it's in town. I mean, Sherrard's not that that big, but I mean, it's still like a neighborhood. But when you go out there. Yeah, like you see, you go down them hollers and hills, and uh, all of a sudden you get there, and I mean, yeah, that's that's a perfect place for an expanding business. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you can get the traffic in right. there, um, you know, a couple pickup trucks and some trailers. Sometimes some guys with some trailers have a have a little issue trying yeah. to. <laughs> we're we're fixing that this summer too. We're putting a circle driveway in. So oh, awesome. I remember watching that, and you know, I, I think it was um, Andrew had to come out there, and maybe there's a couple other guys, and yeah, they were basically like trying to get this guy back and i just saw him like with his hand in his head and he's like just listen to me man <laughs> yeah. to, but um yeah. yeah you you did mention you're expanding yep you i mean a brand new brand new building and now you're even expanding yeah we're putting on uh another 900 and some square feet well you're uh, welcome and uh yeah because yeah. <laughs> of us yeah we do appreciate uh, all the advertising you guys do for us so believe me what's uh what's going on with that uh we're putting in a 400 square foot freezer uh, for cold mm. storage, uh, for after shotgun season, mm-hmm. we'll only run it probably two or three months out of the year. But we we kind of have to have that, to, yeah. right? To, for the volume we're doing. So, mm-hmm. well, you know what we need well, to that's do? Good. We need to come in one day and do a video tour for like our website sure. and to put on our Facebook, so people can actually see yeah. that it's is awesome. what we're what we say it is. You know, 
But uh, we'll do the we'll we'll, we'll show you the hollers too because I, I I think people don't think like we'll do like um, a cribs video. I mean, yeah, when you see the when you see the sign off uh, off sixty seven, I mean, you know, you go there and you're like, oh yeah, so it should be right here. And how far off off the highway is that? Is it exactly one mile? Exactly one mm-hmm. mile. Okay, it seems a little bit longer, especially if you've not been there before, because you're just kind of dry- and you're like looking for well, it. You're, you're also a city you're... boy though too. Well, yeah, but a- after like every you know you see a sign, you're like, oh, it's got to be around here somewhere. Well, but um, yeah, you know you're there when you get there. What was your total deer number? From last year, or this last season. We did uh, 742 whole deer and 152 boneless. Mm. Wow. That's a lot of work. (laughs) That's a lot of cutting up. We had 71 capers. Really? Good Lord. The most, that's like triple what we usually do for cape cape jobs. Oh, is it really? That was was two of us. Big year. Yes, sir. (laughs) High five, Eric. How many many knives did you go through? How many knives? Yeah. Oh, we usually don't go through... Very many a year. We we got a pretty good sharpener and we they, keep the guys on steels and uh, they keep them in pretty good shape. There so. you go. So that's a oh man. That's a lot of deer. That's a lot of work. Um, it's a family business. Yes, and I could not do it without my family. I I really need to mention that. Right. My right. wife Susan, uh, my boys Sam and Andrew, they they are there a lot and, mm-hmm. and help me out a lot. So that's, that's good. good. That's good. Well, good. That's a yeah. You know, let's say you raise a raise a family right there and. Middle of Illinois, get the whole family involved. So what, the, what numbers you got? What, what's in the magical yeah, notepad over there? Let's see here. <laughs> we, uh, we'll start. We'll start with one, and then we can we'll conversate off that, and we'll just work our way through it. Okay, let's start with uh, deer burger. Okay, we did twenty three thousand pounds of deer burger. Hold on, oh. twenty three thousand pounds. It's eleven and a half tons. <laughs> <laughs> That is mind. That meat grinder was going through some work. Yeah, how? Uh, That's all double ground too. Really? Yes. I so you, so you really did. How many? Say that yeah. again. Twenty three thousand. Twenty three thousand pounds. They run burger. it through the grinder though twice, yes. correct? Yep. Whoa. So <laughs> what kind of grinder do you use? I have a huge Hobart thirty two head. A meat grinder. What's the warranty on that thing? <laughs> it's already up. It, it, it's already up. <laughs> it went up the first thousand pounds through. <laughs> Twenty three thousand pounds of burger. Yep. That is mind blowing. You would never even think about that. Nope. Oh my. That's a big pile of meat. Yes, yeah, that is. This is legitimately a big pile of meat. See, I had for my buck last year. I think I got fifty eight pounds of burger after I even got a bunch of stuff cut up mm-hmm. from them too. Yep. So. That's amazing. We thought that was a lot. Yeah, I mean that's that's a lot for me. You know, yeah. we really when we when we do our deboning, I really push the guys uh, that I have helping us. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's Andrew, Sam, and I. I mean the boys. Uh, but when I get shotgun deer in, we have to have a crew come in, and I really push those guys. Hey, clean them, clean those bones as much as you can. That's mm-hmm. that makes the hunter happy, right? And it makes mama happy right, so, right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the more the yeah. more meat we can get uh, the more money we make so well yeah and the thing yeah. too is someone that goes somewhere else that might get shorted meat or whatever mm-hmm. and then they come to you with like you know the same size deer maybe they're consistent with what they shoot if right. they get to you and get a little more meat they're gonna be like wonder why i have more meat huh? right. i mean what the heck something's you know something's there yeah, so we, we hear that a lot um we get a lot of guys from some competitors i won't mention any names, right right but, uh we uh, a certain competitor, if you bring trim in, you take 50 pounds of meat to them, that's how much sausage you get back. Well, 
what what are they doing with your deer meat? Mm, because yeah. they add pork to that. Right, yeah. right. So hmm, something's happening to something's it. Something's weird. <laughs> um, Fishy. What's uh? <laughs> Let's see if you got this number writ, uh, wrote down, written down. Uh, what's the heaviest deer you took in? No, see, we don't no. weigh them. No, you don't. No, no. We, we don't weigh them because that's all we'd be doing is right. weighing deer. Oh, right. That's a good point. Our, our, our point, our focus is on getting as much edible meat off the deer as we possibly can. Right. Um, and sometimes, uh, for example, uh, Trevor's doe, mm-hmm. his antler doe, was a great big mm-hmm fat dough mm-hmm. but i probably only pulled the same amount of meat off of her as i would 110 pound dough because she had so much fat on her. so much fat. Yeah, oh, and, yeah and trevor was sad that he didn't get to weigh it but uh yeah they they mentioned when you guys were cutting that if you guys I mean, don't know our buddy it. trevor shot an antler dough we did an episode it's i don't know 10 15 episodes ago now but to check that episode out you'll see you can't miss it antler dough trevor schmidt i just showed not yeah. everyone knows what we're talking about can you need to clear know. your throat real quick I'm Mike. I'm weird today. Go ahead, buddy. I can't over. talk. I'll t- I'll take over from here. I, well, watch this. <laughs> what else you got for us? Uh, let's see. <laughs> <clears throat> we did. Uh, I'm gonna punch you in your face, Steve. <laughs> Thirty-one hundred pounds of brats. Okay. Thirty-one hundred pounds. Yep. Wow. That's a, that's a lot of casing. Do you have what yes. the most popular brat was? Oh no, you said that. Yeah, it's bacon <laughs> double cheese is bacon the most double. popular. How many miles of casing is that? I have no idea. Come on. We, <laughs> Come on. We, we want the crazy fun numbers. Yeah, I, didn't, I could probably figure it out. But, uh, let's see. We did 10,200 pounds of summer sausage. 10,000. Which wow. is just a little over five tons. Imagine if you just piled all that up. Well, that would look pretty cool. <laughs> just one big pile of meat. That would be pretty cool. Now, for I know you guys like a meatloaf. Uh, we only did 315 pounds of meatloaf this year. See, is people, that not normal or is that? That's actually more than we've ever more. done. See, yeah. but people don't know about it yet. Right. You know, like that. that's, I'm telling you, get the meatloaf when you go to Smith's. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> Do yeah. it. Do yeah, it. I mean, I've got a lot of friends that are like, oh, I like the way my wife makes meatloaf. Or my grandma made meatloaf right. this way. And that's how everyone is. And this is already ready to go in the oven. They're not sure if they're going to like it or not. Yeah. But trust me. It's really and that's good. why it's you, better than you, your wife's meatloaf. You offer it like <laughs> a, that's coming from Kurt, not Scott. <laughs> you offer it in like uh, two different sizes, right? Yeah, one pound and two pound pans. Yeah. See, yeah. I got all three different flavors. Uh, flavors mm-hmm. in the one pound just to try them. You know, it's only one pound. If you don't like it, it's not that big of a deal. What, what flavors are they again? Um, Mexican, Italian, and regular. I've had the Mexican so far, and it is awesome. Awesome. Did I think I've had regular and I've had regular and Mexican and delicious. And you can have me add high temp cheese to it if you want, mm-hmm. uh, oh, which is really that. good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I'm a custom shop. I pretty much do just about anything, so. which is just awesome. Ask. Well, yeah, you know what, uh, Mister Mister Franklin uh, would ask you to do this. Benjamin Franklin, he's on money. Never mind. All right, let's move on. <laughs> what uh, I'm just like, oh, where's what, this going? What el- What else you got for us? Um. Let's see. We did 367 pounds of finished jerky, which is oh, a lot of jerky. That is a lot. Of <laughs> That's jerky. a lot of dehydration time. Good lord. Oh, yeah, that Atlanta. jerky. I think I got a bag made. I opened it up, pulling out of your drive, and it was gone by the time I got to Sherrard. Oh, yeah. And that's yeah. maybe a, a 15, 20 minute drive. Maybe. Yeah. I remember <laughs> you were my old man were snacking. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> you had us. You had us try the uh, the barbecue jerky, and I was like, dude, this is out of this world. Yeah. And then you're like, you got to try the teriyaki. And when you get the jerky here, 
I mean, it's not like you know, like your like your Jack Links, where it's like you know, it looks like it got ran over by a uh, one of them flattener things, you know, like the, a press. Yeah, like the Looney Tunes always get caught <laughs> right. in or whatever. <laughs> get run over by. <clears throat> yeah, but uh, no, you get this, and it's like a thick cut of meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... it's like Mountain Man jerky. Yeah, I hand slice yeah. all of it. See, I got the oh, Colorado. Man. Yep, that's just regular beef jerky flavor, like the old school regular. Mm. So good yeah, that uh, that teriyaki <laughs> so like blew my mind. Like me and because we it was it was the day we brought Kurt's dough in there. Me and him were driving back. And I, like I looked at him, I go, "Dude, was that not the best jerky you've ever had in your life?" He's like, "Oh my god, I was just about to say I was the still same. Eat, I was still eating a piece." <laughs> <laughs> it uh, yeah, it was it was really good. And that was actually the first time we uh, I went there and yeah, I was yeah. thoroughly impressed. I mean, yeah, we we got to do that video and show people what we're talking about. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, it's. It's basically a state of the art facility. I mean, you know, for for processing, it's 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 impressive for top, sure. Top of the line. So, you got a whole list? Are we going to run you dry here? I mean, we got we we can talk for hours, but <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, we're we're thinking about adding some new things for next year. Uh, we have uh, I have about four different flavors of brats. I'm gonna put like a questionnaire on Facebook and see if mm-hmm. anybody's interested. Uh, Do you want to announce it here? If yeah, you, yeah. We're, if I'm you need, also, if you need guinea pigs, you know. You know yeah, where you call us up. Us. We're yeah. just in Sherrard. We ain't uh, scared dude, to try gu- new stuff. You really want to eat a guinea pig brat? Mm. Yeah. You would. would. You would before anyone else here. Yeah, that'd be the Italian brats. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Um, we're, we're looking at adding uh, feta cheese and spinach brats. Oh, oh okay. they're, really? They're, they're really good. <laughs> that's that's your high class hunters right there. Yeah. Feta cheese um, and spinach. So you've made these and have played with them already. Uh, just the feta cheese and spinach. I've, I messed with them a couple years ago. Okay. Um, but we were... We, we didn't put it on the menu because um, we were actually adding the feta cheese to it. Mm-hmm. And the feta cheese is really expensive. And mm-hmm. it kind of put it out of the – it overpriced itself out. Right, right. Um, but I got to reading the ingredients on it. It already has feta cheese in it, uh, powder, oh, uh, for okay. the flavoring. Mm-hmm. So we'd, we wouldn't have to go actually buy the cheese and, you know, and put it in there. Gotcha. Right. So I think we may try that. Uh, there is actually a cheeseburger – Cheddar brat, mm-hmm. a spice blend for that. Uh, Reuben, <laughs> and, uh, you just sold me right there. I could eat a Reuben <laughs> every day. And then uh, Philly cheesesteak brats. Oh, there you man. go. That'll kill it. You're gonna I, add two of those to to the menu. We, we may add all four. Uh, it depend. It depends. Right. Um, we gotta take a couple off. Uh, yeah. Some yeah. of our low sellers, and then uh, maybe <laughs> we gotta have room on our order form yeah right yeah i just uh i just texted amy feta cheese and spinach deer brats she said um oh my god so i think that has to happen <laughs> <laughs> and we're looking at maybe um two or three different uh flavors of jerky uh pepper and garlic oh uh, sweet chipotle oh and sweet teriyaki dear god yes all to all yeah of you those. can't go wrong with any of those so no. but, so you wouldn't Never. have to remove anything off the uh off the jerky list no. if you just add those okay nope. Um, yeah, it's kind of one of them, one of them things, you know, you gotta, yeah, these didn't sell so well, but you know, you want to keep, you want to offer something that not everyone's going to offer, right? which clearly you do. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, bring you even more and then it's like, man, you know, you got to kind of do away with some low sellers to right. continue to bring that. So yeah, yeah, yeah it's gotta, gotta be a, as a business, like you got to bring in something new every once in a while. Yeah. Right. Right. Keep, keep it fresh. Yep. Well, yep. the thing is, I know already, Scott, I, um, 
probably come about September. I'm going to be buying a new deep freeze for my garage. Good. Um, hey, so no, that I ha- means I have good, one for good, you. It's good news for you. Oh, you do, huh? I think so. Yeah, I think my parents have one in their uh, in their garage. Like there was nothing wrong with it. They just wanted a smaller one. Because okay. I don't because I don't live there anymore, so they don't need to have as much food. They don't have to stuff with frozen pizzas and yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but uh, I'll see. Uh, I well, I'm gonna, interested. All I was right. going to text you. All right, hold on. I'll, I'll find out. We'll talk about that later. It's yeah, not really we'll podcast conversation. Thanks, though, Steve. So that's good business for you, Scott. Because yeah. I'm going to be. Uh, that just means you have to kill more deer. I'm going to be killing stuff. Awesome. So. Yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of one of the trips. Okay, how, how about this? Since turkey season's coming, do you take turkeys? That's kind of, do 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 people usually take turkeys? Uh, we do, but we um, of course we're shut down now. Right. But if you uh, breast out your turkeys, uh, of course boneless, mm-hmm. um, save them till the middle of September. I'll open up about right in the middle of September. Sometime I'll put that on the Facebook too. Okay. Um, we'll take them then. Okay. And, uh, cool. And work them up for you. I didn't know people even usually do that because I know, like, when I shoot a turkey, I just cut the breast off and bake it or grill it or whatever, right. you know. But Some people like it smoked and stuff, too, though. Yeah, I make a lot of breakfast sausage out of it, uh, snack sticks. Oh, yeah, the breakfast sausage, man. The, the what was it, jalapeno? Mm-hmm. That stuff's awesome. I made that in, within uh, biscuits and gravy. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do you drink coffee? Um, I do sometimes. It makes your coffee real hot when you eat the jalapenos. Oh yeah, <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's everything there's good. I I literally have no complaints. Why I, do we have to be talking about food right now? I know I'm super I'm hungry. So hungry. My suggestion <laughs> was I told you the other weekend when you came over. I'd like to see some like Italian style, um, like thin sliced stuff that we can just throw oh, in yeah. the crock pot. Yep. That would be. Oh, yeah. I would probably come in, get a whole deer, just that stuff, and <laughs> keep the back straps whole, uh-huh. and I'd be good. And I would literally eat it every day until it was gone. Oh, man. You know what would so. be uh, – I wonder – like, yeah, I, I don't know how it works if you get, like, vegetables in, but I'm just kind of thinking that meatloaf. Like, like somebody wants, like, deer roast, and you, like, throw it in a bag with, like, veggies and stuff, like cut up potatoes and carrots, and, like, you package it. And like you know, people could throw it in their their freezer, and then like when they just cut it open, throw it right in the crock right in the pot. Crock pot. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, that's probably that's probably <laughs> way too much time. Or you could just take your roast and add add potatoes, whatever and you want. That, that's yeah. what I'm saying. But yeah, just to have like one of those. She's like, you know, bags. less work for me is better. Oh yeah. We actually make a brat that we we call a country brat, and it has uh, coleslaw mix in it and uh, oh, country man. potatoes in it. Oh. It's phenomenal. Steve's all about those country <laughs> potatoes. Dude, I, I, I love slaw potatoes. I love meat. Um, you love anything that. What else do I love? I Scott, know. let's talk this <laughs> for people that are gonna that shoot a deer. Let's talk tips for shot placement, field care, the good and all bad. that. Because you know, you always hear like we had Mark Riffin talking about pre taxidermy care, and mm-hmm. it's even. More vital for you that the person takes care of their animal in the field because right. you are going to handle it for this person to eat. Ugh. Right. I so, just remember a story you told me, and it has to do with well, Twinkies. <laughs> let's <Yeah. laughs> let's God. let's talk about first of all shot placement. Let's let's start there. Um, how it makes a difference in the quality of the meat or whatnot, wherever you want to take it. Well, I mean, obviously, if you if you put a gut shot on a deer. It's a bad situation. Right. Um, I've had some guys that will shoot a deer 
with a shotgun or a bow mm-hmm. uh, quartering towards and it'll go through the liver or guts and go out the back ham mm-hmm. and that arrow drag or shot you know bullet drags all that stuff through that whole ham mm-hmm. right. and you have to cut all that out you know all around it it's even worse with a with a slug yeah um, but it just makes a mess in there yeah it's and then then you know that well we want steaks and roasts and jerky yeah. cut and then we're like well they're demolished you know right. yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> you know but um generally I, I i do the best i can to get what i can mm-hmm. when it, a situation like that but yeah optimal is uh your 10 ring you know heart shot yeah um, puts them down quick uh that adrenaline doesn't flow Clean. too much yes um you know front shoulder shots good that that brings them down they don't go too far but you still you lose a lot of meat right so well, I know a lot of people, I hope, know that. You know, they right. should know that. But I guess you got to think, too, you know, if how much meat do you want? You know, if you're shooting a doe for meat and you shoot it in the guts, yeah. you know, maybe you should practice. I mean, you know, right. it happens. Yeah. It does happen. Yeah. But think about how your shot angle, even though it's a doe or whatever, or no matter what it is, and you're going to, you want that deer down. Right. You're better off, especially if you're a meat hunter, like everyone says there is, let it turn. Double lung it. Make a smart shot. Right. Patience. So what about the deer's down? Say they did double lung it. Mm -hmm. The deer's down. What's your tips for field care from from the field to that comes to you? uh, Field dress it really well. Mm -hmm. Take everything out Mm -hmm. all the way down. Split the pelvis. I'm good. Split (laughs) split the pelvis, and that helps cool those hams down even faster than just, you know, when you there's a lot of blood in, the, in that pelvic bone, mm-hmm. and that's just acts like an air conditioner up in those femurs. Mm-hmm. Right, um, that really helps. Uh, do not wipe it out with grass or leaves. <laughs> Does that happen a lot? Yes. Really? <laughs> Called them filled and stream deer. Oh, really? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, well, hey, you know it's only it's even more organic. You know. Yeah, all that bacteria. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Organic uh, bacteria. You know, take take a half a roll of paper towels and fold them up and put them in your pack. Mm-hmm. You know, if that's what you if you want to wipe the blood out, wipe it out with some paper towels. What about right. using a hose? I I rinse mine out. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, I, yeah. I always rinse mine out. It just makes it better sure. for you. Okay, I did this though with one. I think my doe. I don't. Know, it, was, it was my dad's. We rinsed it out in the creek. Mm. Bad idea. Yeah. Bad idea. Yeah. All right. Well, You're I'm not, not going to drink that creek water, are you? No, but well, depends on how thirsty. Well, I mean, if I had to, I would, but and and not 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 the crick, no crick water, and not the car wash, not the car <laughs> wash. <laughs> you don't want soap in there. <laughs> no, that, <laughs> that's how it gets it really clean. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's happened before every year. Really, no. yeah. really. Yeah. What? The, oh, they just took it in. They thought they'd only use the sprayer. Yeah. Well, do they just spray it out? And it the high pressure, it just destroys your tenderloins. Oh yeah. Oh, if, yeah. They, if it was primarily those guys are doing that because it's gut shot. And it just pushes the oh, bacteria oh, back in. Yeah. So you're better yeah. off with just a regular garden hose yep. to with no nozzle, just rinsing. Yep. Uh, okay. yeah, That's what I did. Drape, drape it over the tailgate and wash her out. That's no what I did with my dose. Back or anything. The wet dry <laughs> shop back. <laughs> <laughs> so what about if, say, a guy shoots a deer and he can't get it to you the first night? And say it's warmer out, but it's still cold. Say Ice. it's mid-October. Ice. 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 Lots of ice. Throw a bag, like go to the gas station and throw a bag of ice in the chest cavity or? In the chest cavity on the pelvic bone. You know, still split that pelvic bone, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, tie, tie it all up. Make sure it stays cold. 
um, get it to me as early as you can the next morning. You know, right. if you if you have to go to work at eight, call me. You know, I'll I'll meet you out there. Usually, I'm out in the shop way before I open right. anyway, so mm-hmm. I like to work a couple hours without interruptions and yeah. you know, so I can get rolling. Do, do your um, own thing. Yeah, um, gotcha. but I'm I'm usually out there like at seven mm-hmm. every morning, and then like you guys know, I've anytime at night. If you call me, I'll come out in my PJs and hang up your gear. <laughs> right, doesn't matter. Yeah, we. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. We don't go to... knock on your door though. No, don't do that. <laughs> no. call me. Call them. Yeah, <laughs> call me. We, uh, now, will you field dress a deer too if they need it? Do you have a I, I fee will. for that? I will, but and it's fifty bucks. Right, uh, but I don't like doing it. I know because uh, I'm I mean, busy doing other stuff. Yeah, right? uh, I know some people offer it, some people don't. So, yeah, and I, I really am not. I don't think I'm supposed to put that in my dumpster. But I really don't have any other place for it. So, <laughs> right. Yeah, you don't um, want to bring the coyotes around, especially if they start smelling that there's uh, hey, there's right. something in that building we need to get they're in. Right in my backyard. <laughs> oh boy. Well, yeah, that's a cool option. I guess if someone has never done it or someone right. can't, I don't know. Right. It's you know, if you need to do it, you could do it. Yeah, but. it's not something that we I, we put on an order sheet and actually offer it because mm-hmm. we kind of really like to have it done before it gets to us. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I had a fella this year who's disabled and he couldn't so i did it for him sure right. yeah know. for sure that's cool i didn't charge him i mean know, yeah there's, yeah there's a, <laughs> <laughs> yeah there, there's situations that you know can call for very rarely but uh you know if you're if you're at the point where you're shooting to kill an animal you should be able to pull the guts out of it right you mm-hmm. know but again yep. if i don't know well you know there's if you've never done it, it's intimidating you know, oh, yeah, if, if you're a first time, then that's probably pretty rare. That, if you have uh, a bad gag reflex, it's hilarious to watch you try to fill it. it, it <laughs> I don't think it's gross. It's really I don't not. It, you know, it typically doesn't stink if you shoot them right. Right. Uh, it doesn't reshut your dough. Where the, we're pretty sure that esophagus, because I think you mentioned that the esophagus got cut. So oh, yeah. Remember my was, dough? I, that makes it easy. Though. I hit her good, but it yeah. smelled weird. Yeah. Some, and I think some she, deers have that. I think she like regurgitated. Yep, that's probably what she did. Is when you hit her, all that pressure, and she jumped and clenched, and sometimes it shoots it out. Yeah, because I'm like, I hit this deer like in through the lungs, and yeah. I don't know why it stinks like gut. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that was a, what's. We don't have to get too into detail about this, but like, what's the most unique thing? Like, or let's say, let's start with this. Like, how many deer a year do you find that have like a broadhead in them or something weird in them? Or uh, you know, and that's. I I totally forgot about that. I keep a coffee can every year, uh, and we save all, all of it. Oh, I really? probably have a five gallon bucket of stuff over eight years. What's the most popular broadhead? Wink, wink. Um, <laughs> uh, that I find in deer. Yeah, probably muzzies. Really, yep. in them. Yeah, fixed blade muzzies. Do you think it's because more people use them, or do you think they're not performing as they should? Probably because they don't pass through would mm. be my guess. Uh, but they're in usually in the opposite shoulder. Right, uh, stuck right I, in that shoulder. Yep, where I find them. A um, lot of slugs, a lot I of copper get, solid yeah. slugs. Um, really, I found a whole arrow this year. Whoa. Nice. This year, yeah. <laughs> How do you not see that? Not broken. It. No, I gave it back to a guy too. Oh. Yeah, I'm like, Here you go, man. Where, so <laughs> he must have. <laughs> so was that? How was that deer? It must have went in like quartering I'm, away. Yeah, quartering away. Yeah, yeah or he, something. He like had that. a broadside shot on him and. The story is that he jumped, jumped, and I don't know if he had a hang up or what, but hit his coat. I don't know, but it went 
right in behind his flank and went all the way down his back strap. Whoa. No. Yeah. That's what no. killed him, too, that one arrow yep. did? Yep. Wow. Yeah, it killed him, but... Uh, Oh, so, so it was yeah, lodged the, in there you know pretty what, good. You know why that's a great shot? Because all of a sudden now you have a shishka strap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, ruined the, it ruined the whole oh, back yeah, what, yeah, What's yeah. the most bizarre thing you've ever found? Um, or is there anything? I just, I, well, I don't know. Uh, the, the weirdest stuff you find is broadheads that are partially dissolved. Oh, that, that have weird. been in the deer for oh, a long for time. for a while? Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll form a... A big like a cyst around it, right? And it just starts eating it away. Is that from like previous wow. shots that didn't kill them? Or yeah, yep, okay, yep, yeah. And uh, I think we did one deer this year that had two broadheads in him that were from old old wounds. Man. He's a tough old booger. What did yeah. his rack look like? Because we were always he talking. Was a, you know, he was a caper. Was he yeah, really he was a caper deer? See, that's the thing. Eric's buck that he shot this year was just an old crazy deer. <laughs> And hey, there he is. Hello. It's yeah, this is him right here. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> that deer made it that long and never got hit by an arrow. And he probably got hit by a car because his front leg was broken and healed. But and his and nose, his nose, his nose is broken. So I don't know. He either got his ass kicked or he got hit by a car and slammed I really think he hard. Got hit by because he had a hernia too, you know. So it was all yeah, big messed yeah. up. I'm telling you, domestic violence, man. Them does are rough. <laughs> <laughs> you probably realize how like tough deer really are when you see this stuff. It's like yeah, because I mean, and you'll get a lot of deer that that get shot there in no man's land. Yeah, and there it's. I don't know if you've ever seen it or not, but it's kind of a white. Fiber, it's scar tissue is what mm-hmm. it is, white fibrousy stuff, you know, and yeah, that goes all the way where the air, the broadhead went, and that there's some does that have had three or that have been hit three or four times, uh, and wow, still live. That's just you know, it's insane how tough it's, these animals and it's are. Weird to think like you know just how some critters you know will get you'll you'll shoot them you know you'll put a perfect shot on them and you know maybe they move a little bit and then all of a sudden it, it's it's off by you know, just just a small amount, and they live, and then some of them you put a bad shot, and they die like thirty yards away. You know, it just yeah. it's, it's weird, yeah. So, how do you know? Can you see it that you're coming up? Like if you're cutting up the deer or whatever, like oh, there's a broadhead right there, or do you, is it like oh, dang, there's a broadhead right yeah, there? Yeah. Um, usually, if it's an old wound, you can tell mm-hmm. it's there. Uh, fresh wounds, uh, like this year, I, I the deer was all the way skinned. I, course they're hanging upside down and i i quarter i take the front legs off and mm-hmm. i reached under the front leg to spread it out a little bit to run my knife up through and i grabbed right on to the i don't know what it was but it was a weird looking broadhead but i grabbed right onto it and i i don't wear cut proof gloves i just wear rubber gloves sure mm-hmm. right. but i just felt it you know i was like oh and i let go right away and there was a it was uh real close to being stitches <laughs> oh really <laughs> nice Wow, see yeah. that's just—it's amazing. It's insane. I, did, <coughs> I still want to see this this uh, this jar here. See see what broadheads are in there because that'd be kind of cool. Um, these are just—they're not the customers. They're ones that have been in there, right? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I mean, you would—you know—I always wondered. Look, my buck is where I hunt and shot that deer. You know, it's not out in the middle of nowhere. You know, there's people around. There's other deer hunters around all over, and I'm just surprised that you know he n- didn't have another broadhead in him or just. Anything I'm surprised weird. mine didn't for how old he yeah. was. This is a, yeah. this is a, I guess not a dumb question, but just kind of a curious one to see who's out there. You ever found any field points in any deer? Um, no, actually, I never have. That's a good that's thing. Good. I have <laughs> that's found good. shot. 
like oh really great really? shot and a six shot yeah i found that deer Ugh, man that's yeah, somebody not good that's not good yep that's somebody messed up with something yep well there's a lot of people who don't care and that are just yeah. stupid but you like find like 22s yep uh, my buddy that's heartbreaking my buddy you know shot I mean? a buck that went 170 that had a 20 it had 22 holes in its ears really mm-hmm. his wow. taxidermist mounted him with the holes in his ears <laughs> like this deer's monster like one like 170 with deductions like so 170 plus deer big white rack splits now like we take we'll, we'll take roadkill too as long as they're in pretty good shape mm-hmm. um and a lot of them are shot by the officer, mm-hmm. you know, cop. And uh, they're all pistol. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, got a lot yeah. with pistol. A lot of pistol rounds. Yeah, in my head sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Gets the job done, I guess. Uh, man. I'm, I'm trying to you, think you of, you like, to- a question like that. You no, know, you, someone's always wanted to ask their deer process. You told me this story, and I don't know that I want to bring it up, but, yeah, the it's horror stories. Don't, don't, I don't. Kurt, do you remember that story he was telling us? No. Oh boy, yeah. There was a gangrene had set in. On oh, they, one yeah. What show. is that? What can you describe what that is? That way, someone can know what it is. Gang- gangrene. Yeah. It's just like a staph infection that a deer will get. Um, primarily, if a deer gets gangrene, you won't shoot it because it'll die. You know, but um, the majority of gangrene deer are. Two to three weeks after shotgun season. Oh, really? Yeah. Because it forms around a wound, don't it? Yep. Kind of. Yep. Gets infected, or the yep. wound gets infected, and yeah. Uh, I got one. Um, I think it was last year. I think we're, the one we were talking about yeah. last year. Um, and uh, my son, he skins for me, and he's pretty. He's really good at what he does. If uh, if you guys are queasy, go ahead and fast forward about a minute and a half because <laughs> yeah. this uh, this one gets a little. Uh, well, we don't have to get too into detail. Yeah. But. But it, and he he always if he finds something he'll alert me and say hey we need to take a peek at this and uh, but yeah it had gangrene up his back straps and yeah it was pretty gross. Go ahead yeah. and uh, <laughs> tell you how how you found out it was in the back straps. Well, I'd cut them out and uh, it kind of oozed out like a twinkle. Oh no! That, that's what you're that's like what a St. Patty's Day Twinkie. Yeah. So you hear that term sometimes. That's why I just wanted you to kind of kind of describe what it was, you know. But yeah, yeah that it, the ma- the majority of those deer get tanked, is what we call it. Tanked. Right. I'll, I'll call the guy and say, "Hey, here's the deal. I wouldn't eat this deer, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to cut it for you. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to come and get it, you're more more. I'll, I'll happily give it to you. Yeah. If you don't want it, I'll save your deposit for your next deer or whatever, and we'll throw it in the dumpster. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, you can't eat. It's basically rotten yeah. at that point. Yeah. Do, and there, there, do people problem. ever take them back? Uh, no, I've never had someone take a deer back. Right. But now, now I, I I got a story that I didn't tell you guys the other night, and it was we were still in Sherrard, and uh, it was actually, this, I think it was the second year, that we were in business, and uh, I get to go hunting on opening day of shotgun. Mm-hmm. I have a couple of buddies that hang deer for me and, and take the deer in, and my wife works in the office and takes orders and stuff, so I can go hunting with our kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, we come back, and my buddy's like, uh, man, you got to get up in the trailer, and there's somebody 
you know, put a bad shot on a deer, you got to go check it out. I'm like, all right. Oh, God. So I, <laughs> I open the door in the trailer, and the smell hits me. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Man, there's something up with that. And I said, but it was, you know, it was buried clear in the back of the trailer. So, and it, we, we had a little different setup when we were in Sherrard than we do now. It was all hooks, and we could only hang 100 deer in there. So it was way in the back, and we we were skinning into boning for, like, on the second day what would be tuesday mm-hmm. and uh we got to this deer and the skinner i had at the time he's i can hear him gagging i'm like oh <laughs> this ain't good so he, goes, <laughs> he goes we gotta get this deer out of here and and uh so we uh took it off the rail and and uh set it outside because it was uh, it was rotten rotten Ooh. i mean like there there was a it, there was something going on and so i call this this fella up and explain to him what's going on and that i'm not going to cut his deer because it's bad and well uh-huh. he didn't live too far and so he comes up to the shop and and uh he's like uh well i don't i don't understand it we shot the deer it ran over the hill we went and got the deer and you know that's what happened yeah and i said did you find this deer by a road he goes how'd you know that well because when my skinner skinned down the hams i could tell there was road rash on it Oh. So this guy shot a deer, it <laughs> ran over the hill and kept running, and this guy popped the hill and seen a deer land in the oh. ditch. <laughs> oh no! Phil dressed it and brought it to me. <laughs> oh, are so you it serious? wasn't probably the deer Man, that he no. shot. And so, I, I asked him. I says, uh, "Well, was this deer warm when you filled dressed it?" He goes, "No, it was cold." <laughs> it really stunk. Oh, it, no. It's been a roadkill there for a while. You know, oh, so. that's bad. Nice. That sucks. <laughs> what are the chances of that? But come on, man, pay attention. Was it was it a doe or was it a buck? It's, it's like okay, yeah, because I'm about to say, oh man, it was a 170. I got there, he's a spike, but uh, you know, ground shrinkage. <laughs> no, but this was a bad deal, and uh, you know they were they were new to hunting and right and um, probably super excited. Yeah, yeah, you know. It, Man. All right, you know, give them, give them one. Happen, you know. Dude, it was a doe. You, you see it right there. Oh, now you got to give him one. He skinned but, uh, it down, and it was black underneath the arm. Nice. Oh. Yeah, I'm like, oh. Oh, man. dude, so you could not You could probably make banana bread with Negative. <laughs> <laughs> but Negative. it's oh, gross. Can you imagine that? I mean, I guess if you, for your first deer or whatever, you're excited. You're like, oh, there it is. Yeah. Right next to a road. How, but did, did they gut it pretty well? Yeah, it was, it was a real nice field dress job. And, okay, so they're champs. They're champs right there. They must have the old clothespin <laughs> over the nose or something. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's uh, good for them? Like the next deer that they find where it's not a roadkill is going to be like, oh, this is nothing. Yeah, this, this is, is a cakewalk. Right, yeah, stink. right. Even, oh, man, this stink. one doesn't stink nearly as bad as the... Uh, <laughs> That's too funny. You know, yeah, because they're probably new, so they like probably were like, oh, just, just bear it, man. This is the normal smell. Right, yeah. probably. Yeah, what a they, they manned up. I, I'll give them props for manning up, but uh, you know, look for road rash. What's what's the strangest request you've ever had, if anything, like t- uh, to do whatever certain order? Uh, one one guy wanted me to put uh, ghost chili peppers. Oh, really? In his, oh, okay. In his Ooh. bologna, and when, that was when we were at Sherrard, and we we did it. You uh-huh. know, um, now we we're uh, we're under the buys at the health department so right we okay. can't take anything in like that because they were his ghost peppers oh, you know, oh I, I would have to purchase them from a from a store right. gotcha basically yeah. Uh, nah. but yeah they were his i yeah we had 
double Go. latex gloves on, uh, paint, <laughs> a paint mask, you know, so <laughs> I didn't touch glasses. none of that Go. stuff. Sweaty Government overreach, on. guys. It's ruining you from getting so, your ghost chili and deer sausage. <laughs> so when you do something like that, do you have to clean everything off crazy before you put more stuff through it? Yeah, we, yeah, we do that. We make sure that that's the, either the last thing we do for the day yeah. or it's just totally separate. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like contaminate anything else with ghost peppers. Ghost chili oh. peppers, <laughs> just pile it on. Yeah, that's kind. Of, that's you know what? That's kind of a shame too, because I, you know, for from like a perspective, of me like you know, if I if I grew these ghost peppers and I shot this deer, you know, I'd I'd want them, you know, mixed in because it's it, you know it's more organic. Yeah, but if you were that primal, you'd probably just be cutting them up and not yeah. getting stuff made. You'd I know. Yeah, you, you'd do it yourself at the end of the day. But uh, but I'm I'm a firm believer in you know. I, here's one thing that annoys me more than a lot of a lot of other things is um, whenever somebody talks about when they shoot a deer, they're like, "Oh, we just do it ourselves. We stopped going to meat processors years ago." Like, you're not impressing me. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, you know, I there I know there's people that do but it. But it's cool. It's cool. it, it is cool, you know. Like about a grinder, I stopped going to people. It's like you know, but I'm a firm believer in, in capitalism. Um, you know, someone has a has a service, and I have capital, You're so I, I can exchange. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I don't know. I like I like to, I like to support local businesses, and you're you're a local business, sure. And you know, we try to send everybody, you know, to you just because, you know, you're not only a friend of ours, but. You put like, out a good product. Yeah, you, you put out a good product, right. and I just it. And you pay us the big bucks to sponsor. You. <laughs> oh yeah, no, not, not like money bags, Mark. Um, but I, I just, I, I don't know. It just, it, it's kind of one of those irritating things where they're like, "I don't take it to a meat processor." Blah blah blah. I'm like, well, you know, I don't really care. <laughs> you know what I mean? I get what you're saying, Steve, but you're kind of exaggerating a little bit. Ah, uh, there's one guy I met at a gas station that I am not exaggerating at all. Well, and, then, and then he got in his two door Jimmy and drove away, and I was like, "Well, whatever." But uh, I, I it's he was just, wearing army camo rain jacket too for some reason. No, no, I no. just that's how I pictured. I don't know why. But. No, this guy. <laughs> I, the, I don't like real tree or mossy oak. You know, you know yeah. it does. It does save you money if you debone your deer and bring it to me because you, you get rid of that base charge. Mm-hmm. Um, and after shotgun seasons are over, I love those guys. Sure. Well, I'm yeah, tired obviously. of skinning yeah. deboning deer. Right. Yeah. And I, I love those. You don't have to deal with all those. You know, um, my, my biggest pet peeve is you know you get your own deer back and you bring me a deer, a bag of deer meat that's full of hair. Uh, <laughs> you know, and that's a little rough for me because it's actually harder for me to clean deer trim than it is if you would have just brought me your whole deer. You don't, right. you don't get the lint roller out and just roll it out. I actually use a torch. Nice. Just burn. Right. Yeah, just, I mean, if you're going to debone your own deer, invest in a small torch at Menards. I think they're 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't take very long to singe all the hair off of right. it. Yes, well, it stinks when you do it. After you skin it, of course. Sure. Um, yeah, don't just yeah. the whole hair <laughs> The whole hide just. Well, hold on. It wouldn't, off. wouldn't you? Wouldn't you rather just leave that hair in so the meatloaf holds together a little bit better, like no. old, like old plaster from the forties? <laughs> <No. laughs> oh you guys ever seen that plaster from the forties? You pull that out, there's all horse hair in there. Yeah. You know, there, there's a couple guys that I've, I've refused to do because I have to put my name on that product. Yeah. And if it's if I know I can't get it clean, then 
I won't put my name on it. Right. I got to call them up and say, hey, man, you got to come get your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But they got to understand that, too. Like, look at this. There's hair all over in this. Like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I I got a question. How'd you get into all this? Like, was it just one day? You're like, hey, I'm going to start getting people's deer. Yeah, we should have asked that in the beginning. (laughs) Actually, actually, uh, the reason why we got into doing our own is because the deer processor we went to is so expensive. (laughs) (laughs) it's <laughs> <laughs> a good so way you, to start you kind of just learned as you went yeah we we uh our family always did their own beef and hogs uh so my grandpa had a grinder floating around somewhere at uncle's house or something you know so uh, we ended up just getting that grinder and and uh deboning and learning as we went and, and uh worked out pretty slick when so, when did that all start oh geez i was probably 17 17 or that's when i started deer hunting i was 17 oh so, really yeah we're kind of a late bloomer yeah there you <laughs> go. well you've been doing it for a few years now it's a cool like skill it's just cool knowledge to have to be able to do all that and yeah it's cool that you can take what you know and experiment with different stuff like different yeah that's that i really like doing that that's fun that's right. fun to me yeah you know, and, you can, I, and then you I, get to eat it in the end too yeah so it's, yeah I mean, but right it's, it's even almost. better probably the only downfall is your hunting now is just cut, yeah, cut back. Yeah. Oh, really limited, and I really love bow hunting. Yeah, and I mean that's like my church. Uh-huh. That's oh, where yeah. I used to go, oh, yeah. and I could clear my mind right. and relax. You and know, don't if, worry about anything. If, if for nothing else, because a a great man had to sacrifice his love for bow hunting just to bring <laughs> you deer meat, you should bring your <laughs> and keep keep him out of the woods. From bow hunting, but keep bringing, you know, that's got to be really tough, you know, to give up something you love. But, I mean, you're doing something for, and. But it sounds like you love your job, though. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you love your job, but yeah, yeah. it just gets in the way. No one ever thought that uh, deer hunting would get in the way of you deer hunting, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I get to see a lot of deer. Yeah, I get right. to see a uh, lot of big deer. Yeah, it's got to be. That's got to be cool, too. It, it probably makes you itch pretty bad, though, too, to get out there. Yeah. What's what's I know the answer to this for the biggest buck last year, that big one with the drop tine and stuff yeah. like that you got in. Yeah, he was two hundred and five, I think. Yeah. I saw that deer. Whoa. Yeah. I'm still waiting for the call to for the official measure on that, but I don't know if it's gonna happen. Uh, yeah, I don't really that, care I've, either. I've though. seen that deer. <laughs> <laughs> so Yeah, that's the biggest one we've ever done. So Ever. Yeah, ever. When you get up into the 200-inch range, you're, you're pretty rare. The biggest yeah. deer I've ever entered in the record book is 213. Nice. So that's a big deer. What's the uh, What's the furthest away that you've ever had a uh, had customer? a customer uh, come? I mean, because obviously, you know, you're kind of limited to, you know, if 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 you, I'm I'm talking like a, a whole field dress, you know, within the area brought it here, not like deboned and everything. Um. Well, it, it's not really that they're they traveled a long way with it, but I have got four guys from Maine that use me, but they they have a land lease in Alito. But you know they travel a long way to hunt it. Right. Do they shoot a lot of monsters? Um, <laughs> to them, yes, they're monsters. Okay, okay. So, I say I mean, I'm f- I'm from Elders. That's a I mean it's a good drive out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is quite a ways. Um, I get some wild hogs from Texas. Every once in a while, yeah. How does uh, that How does that work out? Just they, they bring them up quartered, and I process them for them. Oh, because uh, they shoot them down there and come yep. up. Bring them up in a big cooler. Uh, elk. I get, we get a lot of elk. Uh, Colorado. Uh, we did 
year. I don't think we did eight last year. We didn't do any this year, but eight last year. We really? Did. Yeah. So if you if if you're from the area or you know you're hunting here, um, you know, or if you know you're gonna hunt here, I mean, is there there? I, I don't think there's any special treatment for. Yeah, hey, I'm only in town for a couple weeks. You know, can you express this? I mean, you probably have. You bring your deer in. You're in the line. Or if it's someone like you know, say someone listens to this, and they're from Canada, they come down to Illinois. You know, they shoot a deer. They want to come. You know, mm-hmm. get something processed. You know, what's the deal? Because you can't ship meat. No, no, yeah. we don't. We don't. We don't ship it. Um, now the main guys. Um, they're only here for 10 days. Yeah. So I kind of put them guys priority and that's Which just a, that's just a specialty thing, you know. It's that's yeah. pretty rare. Um but you know that that's why they use me so I can I Yeah, cuz where uh, else are they going to go? They're not going right. to take that deer all the way. Well, yeah. and they hunt till the last night before they leave. So if they get a deer that night, I uh, I'm out there till whenever I got to skin it and debone it. And that's what I told them the last night. If you bring a deer to me the last night, I'm just gonna skin it and debone it for you, mm-hmm. sure, and put it right. in bags, and then not because yeah, they're get. they're probably yeah. not getting jerky <laughs> no, or anything. No, but they they usually kill one op- the the first day they get here, like the first two weeks in November this year. We got 144 deer in. <laughs> wow, <laughs> you know, rut was kicking, so yeah. yeah. Uh, so is there is there a difference between like an Illinois buck and an Iowa buck? You have to do different things, or no, 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 All the same, nothing. Nothing in your different. opinion, who shoots bigger deer, Illinois or Iowa? Well, of course, Illinois. Right. Okay. Because yeah, that, that's yeah. where the majority of our business comes from. So. Right. But Illinois does anyway, though. Do you right. get a lot of Iowa bucks or Iowa deer in? Uh, yeah, we probably get 20 or 30. Really? really? So, yeah. Should we hit them with some rapid fire questions? Yeah, yeah. let's hit yeah. you with the rapid yeah. fire. Yeah. You, you've heard these. and uh, Maybe. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know. Uh, no, I've, I've never listened to this show. I don't know why I'm associated with it. Favorite camouflage. Uh, real tree. No, bingo. Favorite outdoor magazine. Uh huh. Jeez, Illinois Outdoors. Ooh. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. More of yeah, a newspaper. That, yeah, that is a good one. I, you can buy those at High V. You can. Yeah, dude, go to High V. <laughs> they're like right there. They're the newspaper. They're like four bucks. I need to subscribe again. I used to. I don't anymore. You can pick but... up a lot of local stuff, uh, law changes, things like that. Yeah, DNR news. That'd be good. I need to do that. Maybe we should talk to those guys about a show. Well, that'd be a bad idea, huh? Um, idea. Write that down, Steve. Okay. Fav- you won't, but you better. <laughs> Favorite bow brand? Uh, right now, I shoot a Parker. Do you? Yeah. Parker? Really? Oh, yeah. Second that. favorite bow brand? Because uh, there's always that one guy. He's got he's got his primary bow. What's the second pick? Uh, the bow I had before this was uh, Martin Impala. Oh, Martin. Martin. Nice. All right. All right. All right. Um, this is a good one for you. Backstraps or jerky? Uh, Eating, not working on. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first time we got to say that. Half and half. Really? Yeah, I'll yeah, take half that. my backstrap and make it into jerky and oh. and do a filleted roast with the rest and cover it with stovetop and roll that sucker back up. Okay. Mm. Sweet. <laughs> hey, well, here we go. Here we go. We got to get, get some good recipes out of you, too, sometime. Uh. <laughs> I'm sure you got them. We can't get any book. secret recipes I got in the one. air. I got one. This is a Midwest only. Sweet Baby Rays or cookies? Sweet Baby Rays. Oh, uh, get out of here. Who likes that? cookies? Barbie. <laughs> no. This guy right here. I, I mean, I mean, it's good, but it's not like sweet I could, baby I could literally, yeah, yeah, I could oh, yeah. drink my, cookies. Oh, yeah. I told my wife, I said, hey, honey, will you please go pick up some barbecue sauce? We're going to have baby backs 
on a, on a smoker. <laughs> uh-huh. So she comes home with cookies, and I'm like, what? Your wife is a saint. Yeah, I'm like, what, <laughs> say that right. what is this for? <laughs> okay, I, t- I told this. Uh, I was hanging out with my Tim a uh, couple weeks or last week. Tim Kitts from the Bone Shed for two hundred and be able to drive. Anyway, wow. I told him uh, we stopped at High V, um, and I was like, I-, I told him this story, and he thought it was the funniest thing, and like, I couldn't believe we like ran into the barbecue sauce. One day, uh, my girlfriend was going to the store, and I was like. I want you to pick up barbecue sauce. I was like, but don't buy it unless a black guy's on the label. <laughs> and she goes, okay. She came back, and there's okay. this barbecue sauce, and it's like a whole gospel choir on. <laughs> on and they had it there. Why was that your reasoning? Because they got good soul food? I, or yeah, what? I don't know. When it comes to white guys and barbecue, I'm a little weary. That's just that's what? a personal thing. You know, it's just... <laughs> But I was like, you know, make it's sure. The weirdest thing, I mean, I dude, it, she came back and the and it's like it's it's like the worst crop photo on the planet, and they're from Des Moines. Oh no! Called like Big Star, or whatever. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. <laughs> and they had it at this. Uh, it was at the High V in Peru, Illinois. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, well, here's a, here's a here's a good question. Best way best barbecue method for a deer like barbecuing is that kind of a vague question uh, yeah because i don't i never barbecue a deer you mean like just like, like a barbecue grill or yeah like smoke sauce? like smoking and barbecue slow like, and low slow and low yep. all right yep yeah, i got that, really that drunk one time and tried to smoke some backstrap wrapped, wrapped in bacon and i did it kind of high and fast <laughs> yeah. ended up with a boot it was actually good. It, was, <laughs> I, it, it was, wasn't bad. It was edible, but I, yeah, low and slow. I can definitely see. Favorite outdoor-related show? Um, Working Class Bar Hunter Podcast. Okay. That, no, all right, that, that, is, that answers the next one. I was going to ask yeah, you what your favorite. That, okay. That, that's what I listen to when I'm cutting. Right. So, okay. Uh, all right. I like you that, even that two, more now. That two hours before anybody shows up. Who's <laughs> your favorite podcast host? Ooh. You got to pick. We make oh, him he, pick. Oh, he checked the notepad. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> son of a bitch. Who brought me the most deer? Kurt. Yeah. <laughs> when? I think that's a number one for me. Yeah. Everyone picks Eric for some reason. I don't know why. We don't know why either. He looks like Dale Jr. Um, mm. Morning or afternoon hunts? Oh, From a you hunting, you hunting, not when someone hunts in the afternoon and ruins your sleeping time. Uh, morning. Okay. <laughs> morning hunter. Just overall. If you if you're out in the woods, you're in that you're on that morning hunt. Mm-hmm. Here comes to your right a 200 inch typical. Mm-hmm. To your left, here comes a 200 inch non typical. You can only shoot one. Which one do you pick? The non. The non typical. Yeah. All right, all right. I like freaky things. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa. All right, we'll whoa. stop there. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> Freakiest thing that Scott likes. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, what, what's I, what's I your dream hunt? My dream hunt? Yep. Oh, I'd love to go elk hunting in New Mexico. Ooh, That'd be awesome. That would be go. cool. That's on the bucket list. Scott or Sam? Or no, I'm sorry, Andrew or Sam. <laughs> A- Andrew or Sam is favorite child? Yeah. Oh. You can't ask that. He asked <laughs> Poppy that, on, too. You can't put me on the spot. He like asked that. Poppy <laughs> who his favorite kid was on the air. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Andrew's my biological child. Okay. But Sam helps me out more in the deer shop. 
Whoa. Oh, all right. Now, okay. all now right. I can see right. why it's all a right. tough choice. All right. Um, we won't ask that one. Which um, one was that? That's a question that I just don't really yeah. think we should ask on every episode. Favorite tree stand snack? Wink, wink. Product promotion time. Uh, actually, I do not eat when I'm hunting. Okay. Really? So, mm-hmm. no. Oh, All right, this nothing. one, you got to think really hard. You can't fly. Superhero power. Oh, it's X-ray vision. X-ray, X-ray vision. Ooh, why is that? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't I like it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. Steve, that's what he would have. He's Favorite just... pro wrestler. Nah, jeez. Oh, let's see. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Dude, there you go. Did you see him? <laughs> he, was at, he wrestled at WrestleMania. I don't, I don't follow wrestling. I don't, <laughs> no one's like him because he drinks beer. Yeah. That dude does drink beer. There's a video of him. I think we talked about it. Uh, he's trying out fancy drinks. Martini. Like oh, fancy yeah. martini. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> I got a rapid fire for you. Right. Beef in your burger or no beef? And you added to your oh, venison. Beef fat? Yeah. In your uh, actually, I prefer bacon. Right, right. So, mm. Well, pork. Do you have something we can eat on air real quick? Can we pop uh, something open uh, and give a taste test? No, it's all frozen. Oh, it is all frozen? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know. I didn't know. Steve <laughs> got all excited. Look at him. He's sweating. No, his uh. mouse water is like a dog sitting there waiting for a treat. Oh, <laughs> uh, they just just put it under my armpits, man. They're pretty hot. So Ooh. We'll, we'll warm them up. Is there anything we didn't cover that you want to cover? No, I, I think we're pretty good. What's your address? Where can they find you? Uh, 2494 85th Avenue, Viola. And then uh, Smith's custom. How, what, what is it exactly on Facebook so I can find you there? How I don't you? know what our Facebook is. Smith's custom deer processing. We'll, we'll put the Smith's link. Smith's custom meats and deer processing. There you go. We'll put it in the link to the uh, to the episode. And then your website is smithsdeerprocessing.com. So, and we never say our website on the air. It's workingclassbowhunter.com. I don't know why we don't promote our own website, guys. Why would we? I mean, <laughs> yeah, that I mean, just makes too much sense, don't right, it? Right, it does. It does make too much sense. Any, any yeah, any any final thoughts? Anything you want to say? Any griefs or grievances? Shoot your bows. Yeah. Oh, this guy, this guy. <laughs> Practice, yeah. Get them, get Please them shoot your bows. Get them good Practice. shots. Practice. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, we we get to talk about some really cool stuff. Uh, we're super excited for the feta cheese and spinach. That's uh, what Amy said. Yeah, I'll work so, some. I'll work some pork brats up. This summer, hook you guys up. We'll sample oh some. Okay. okay. We can, hey, we're not going to say no to that. Um, the next couple, I don't know, the next week or so, we got a handful of good episodes coming on. Um, we're actually going to be doing one this weekend that'll probably be aired early next week. Um, one tomorrow that'll probably be aired. We should probably just air it. We can we'll, air, we'll it air it tomorrow. We'll air it tomorrow, Friday. Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline is going to be back on. Um, it'll be his second time. Um, we're going to try and see how much we can pry out of him out of that monster typically oh, shot. Ugh. He said it had something like 16-inch G2s, and he shot it with a have longbow. He, have you seen wow. this deer? No. He well, shot it we'll up public a land. After this. Public land, 16-inch yeah, G2s. Okay. I think it was like 198, 196, something like that as a typical. With, with a longbow. longbow. With a longbow. With a longbow. It's a pig. Wow. His show is all public land, all sponsor-free hunting. Cool. So the he dude, he makes his living off, I think, slowly off just selling merchandise. If you yeah, ever he meet this a guy, saber around, it's awesome. Yeah, the baby yeah. get on board van. <laughs> if you ever meet this guy in person, like he is the coolest dude. We saw him at the Iowa Deer Classic. Yeah, great guy. Obviously, he was super busy, but man, that guy was super awesome. And yeah, we're gonna talk to him again. 
And uh, another thing we're going to do, last episode we talked about our shirts that are coming out. Tomorrow we'll tell you what the shirts are, and then uh, there will be a release video hopefully this weekend. Late, yeah, this weekend sometime. So those will be up. We'll tell you where they're going to be basically pre order So you get on, you'll order them. I think that's how it's going to work, right? Yep. And then yep. um, th- hopefully there's going to be some options so you can kind of order really whatever you want, I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah, we still have to go over some details with we still got to figure it out with Elite Print Production, but yep. what we're, way we're wanting it to go is you can get on there and select whatever type of shirt you want, and you can get this printed on it. It's pre-order only for this edition of the shirt, and you'll see why this weekend, why Special it's pre-order edition. only. I'm Limited wearing it edition. right now. Scott, what do you think? Don't say what it is. Yeah, Would you wear it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, you'll find out why that's funny when you see it. It's pretty um, funny, isn't it? Yeah, that's awesome. Now, you, do, you, do you have some uh, merch for sale online, or...? No. Um, no, no, it's just it's just strictly when you come in the shop. Yep. Okay. Store. Cool. All right. Um, so yes, uh, guys, go kill go kill deer. Bring them if you if you're local. Bring them with Smiths. I, I promise you, you'll have a good experience. Yeah. And if there's a question that you've been that we didn't ask that you've always wondered or you always want to ask somebody who does deer processing, email us, send it to on on Facebook, and you know we'll Sc- get the answer to you. Scott's. You're just down the road, so yep. we can get them in for another episode, and we just, will. Wait, he's just down the road. How, how far down the road? A couple of hollers down the road. A couple of hollers <laughs> down the road. We'll get them back in for another episode. <laughs> um, so we want to thank Smiths, Custom Meats and Deer Processing, yeah. and yeah. the Bone Shed and Creative Critters Taxidermy for uh, helping us get through this episode and supporting us for everything we do. So, yeah. uh, um, and thank you guys for listening. So you know what to do. Wait, you say it. What? <laughs> what, what should thanks, we do? Thanks for having me on and shoot your bows. Ah, there it is. Go shoot your bow. Later, guys. <laughs> Through the Blackwater bayous and in the dark Louisiana night floats a duck camp, alive with the sounds of swamp pop and the smells of Cajun cooking. Mississippi Delta in Venice to the Cajun prairies of the Southwest. Me and the Duck Camp Dinners crew will be hunting and eating it all. This is Duck Camp Dinner. Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.